to another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources. I'm Bill Wasner. With me today is Peggy Doty. Hi, Peggy. Good morning, Bill. So we're going to talk about bats, and I understand that's because this is kind of bat season. They're coming out of hibernation. What else can you tell us about our little friends? Well, it, it is definitely uh, bat season because it's starting to be moth season. So if you've started noticing insects around your outdoor lights at night, that's a pretty good indication there will be plenty of food. Um, there was a little bit of concern for those of us who uh, like our bat friends. When we had those warm, warm early days that went on for a while, temperatures will wake up hibernating bats. The problem is when they go to sleep, they do are they are hibernators, true hibernators. And when they go to sleep in the fall to hibernate, their heart rate slows down, and they they sleep in a very deep state. Um, little brown bats, for instance, their heart beats only once every 26 minutes. If they wake up and fly out of their roost, and there's no food available and fly back in, they very well could have used up what's called brown fat, which protects their organs and literally charges them with each of those 20, you know, heartbeats, they could actually starve to death in their sleep. So you never want bats to wake up early. Now we're starting to see enough insects that if they made it through that stage and they wake up with some warm temperatures pretty soon, there should be plenty of food for them. And you should start seeing them at dusk. Uh, flying around in your yards if you have mature trees or uh, near structures that maybe they were sleeping in for the winter. Hmm. So you say brown bats. Are there a lot of different species around in Illinois? Well, in the United States, there's 45 species. In Illinois, we only get 12. So we're a little bit shorted. Overall, worldwide, uh, bats make up one quarter of all the mammal species. So they actually are a very high number uh, order. The order is called Chiroptera, which means hand wing. They're the only true flying mammal. And we have 12 in, in Illinois. And actually, two are endangered federally and two are endangered uh, statewide. So we have to be very aware because these animals give us an, a very important ecological function. They're eating insects. They love mosquitoes. They can eat 140 mosquitoes in 15 minutes. Um, so we want to protect these animals to keep our insects in check. Now, do they also do pollination duty, too? Not here. They, we actually, in the United States, don't have pollinating bats. However, in Arizona and New Mexico, there's some bats that uh, migrate north up into um, those two states from Mexico and, and actually pollinate plants because um, they're after nectar. They're actual nectar eaters versus insect eaters. So when those blossoms come out on some of the cacti and different plants, they'll go up to nectar and incidentally then pollinate. I see. So... Uh... Should we be concerned? You mentioned earlier that they're mammals, mm -hmm. and you hear about maybe rabies. Is that really a problem? You know, any mammal species can get rabies. If your animals are vaccinated and you don't reach down and grab a random bat on the ground, there's absolutely really no concern for us. However, if you do find a bat on the ground and you are concerned, call your local health department and they'll usually collect that animal and test it. But when they've done um, research on colonies of bats, because many of them do like to stay in groups, the results were less than 1%. Uh, there's years that there are more rabies 
in skunks, more rabies in horses. We just get excited because we're a little intimidated by a flying mammal and with all the urban legends and uh, myths about them wanting to get in your hair, which they don't. Um, there's there's never been a rabid bat attack. It's just been, you know, in the case where somebody picked one up or a dog picked one up off the ground usually. I see. So where can we go to get more information about bats? We have at the University of Illinois Extension uh, in our in our system. If you go to web.extension.illinois.edu/wildlife/slash, or just type in on your uh, search engine "living with wildlife in Illinois," you'll find all. Uh, mammals and all animals that you might come in contact with, but you'll find bats there and you'll find removal, how to evict them from your home if you have them. Uh, we have to remember that babies are born in May and June. So if you have bats waking up and you see them coming out of a soffit, um, a hole in your soffit around your chimney, it's best to create some form of a mesh doggy door that when they fly out and hit it, the, the cover, the thing that flaps back over, gutter mesh, anything like that, will actually not allow them back in. But once it's May or June, you don't want to send those adults out and have a bunch of dying baby bats. Mm. So your timing is right now until May, and then again after August if you need to evict bats. I see. Well, for another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources, this has been Bill Wasner and Peggy Doty.